Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Under the Pink Dome, a podcast about the Texas legislature and its history. I'm your host, Tanner Long. This week's episode is called Opening Day. Since this is the very first episode, I want to lay the foundation for what you can expect from the show. But first, I recommend you put January 8th on your calendar, because that's the opening day for the 86th Texas Legislature. Law prescribes their first day for each session, and according to Chapter 301 of the Texas Government Code, the legislature shall convene in regular session at 12 noon on the second Tuesday in January of each odd-numbered year. But before we start talking about what we can expect in this 86th session of the Texas Legislature, let me tell you a little bit about me. I'm a fifth-generation Texan, born in Fort Worth, but grew up just a few minutes west of there in the Alito area. I've now lived in Austin for the past five years. I'm a self-proclaimed Texas legislature nerd, and I love digging into data and its history. I currently work in legislative affairs, which allows me to exercise my enjoyment and wonkiness of the Texas legislative process. My captivation with the Texas legislature began several years ago, when I first visited the Capitol building. I'd always had an interest in government and the political process, but actually being in the building made it real. The grandness of the dome and the Italian Renaissance Revival architectural style was mesmerizing. In fact, it's said that at the time of construction, the Texas Capitol building was the seventh largest building in the world, and it is currently the largest state capital in terms of square footage. I know that the Texas Capitol is the greatest state capital in the country, but to prove it, last year I began a personal journey to visit all 50 state capitol buildings across the country to see how they compare in person. So far, I can tell you that Texas is is my favorite. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the show and what I hope it becomes. I'm intending for this podcast to be about the state legislature when legislators are in session and about general Texas legislature history when they're not. Of course, there'll be some crossovers between the two. I'm planning to discuss legislative statistics, members of the Texas legislature, key events during the 86th session, rules for particular bills or points of order, and anything and everything else in between. The important thing to note is that this podcast will be a journey for you and me both. In the end, I hope it'll be educational, but that it'll also provide some enjoyment to you, the listener. Let's discuss what we can expect in the 86th legislative session. First, the Senate. The Texas Senate is made up of 31 members, and of those, there will be six brand new state senators, two of which flipped from Republican-held seats to Democratic control, and one seat that unexpectedly flipped from Democrat to Republican in a September special election runoff. Of the 31 members in the Texas Senate, 19 will be Republican and 12 will be Democrats. Nine are women and 22 will be men. The presiding officer will once again be Republican Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, he just won his re-election in November to serve for an additional four years. Over in the House, of the 150 representatives, we'll have 31 brand new members, with 12 of those having flipped seats from Republican control to Democratic control. This means of the 150 members, 83 will be Republicans and 65 will be Democrats. There are two vacancies right now. One is in the Houston area after Representative Carol Alvarado won a special election to fill the seat of former state Senator Sylvia Garcia, who won her congressional race in November. In the El Paso area, Representative Joe Pickett, a longtime House member, announced that he's resigning effective January 4th. 
Democrats are expected to maintain control of these two seats in their respective elections on January 29th. Representative Dennis Bonham, sorry to keep you waiting a moment. A Republican from Angleton, Texas, is presumed to be Speaker of the House. He announced on November 12th that he's received 109 pledges from his fellow House members to support him in that race. We're here to let you know that uh, the Speaker's race is over and the Texas House is ready to go to work. He also won the unanimous endorsement of the House Republican Caucus in early December after they all agreed in a non-binding vote to support Representative Bonin. It looks like the topics of interest this coming session will be repeats from previous sessions. School finance reform and property tax reform are at the front of everyone's minds. Again, the big three, Governor Abbott, Lieutenant Governor Patrick, and presumptive Speaker Bonin have all indicated these are among the top priorities for debate this session. I can guarantee you that priority is school finance. It is time Texas took on the challenge of fixing our broken school finance system, and the Texas House will be leading with all of us to get that done. The Texas Commission on Public School Finance first met nearly a year ago to tackle the complicated school finance system and suggest recommendations for improvement. Just last month, the commission, made up of legislators and public school experts, unanimously approved their final 165-page report, which has called for more than $1 billion of new money and the reallocation of $3.5 billion for, for more impactful spending. Of course, legislators aren't bound by any of those numbers or required to take any action at all. Regarding property taxes, there are several plans floating around for property tax reform and or possibly property tax relief. Governor Greg Abbott has proposed a 2.5% revenue cap on local taxing entities as one way to slow the growth of increasing property tax bills across the state. His office claims this would also reduce recapture, or Robin Hood, as it's more commonly known. There's also been discussion of reducing the rollback rate and implementing an election component for voters to approve tax increases above a certain amount. One thing you can bet on is that these debates will take up a lot of oxygen in the Capitol. And finally, will the rainy day fund be burning a hole in the legislature's pocket? With a record balance of $12.5 billion and a joint committee recently recommending that it should keep the minimum balance unchanged at $7.5 billion, it's hard to see how this won't be used to pay for some of the high-ticket items the legislature will face when trying to pass their more than $200 billion biennial budget this session. Well, there you have it. That was just a very brief overview of what's to come on this show and in the next legislative session. I hope you'll subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and share with your friends. But please leave a review so that others will discover us. Also, I'll be updating the website www.underthepinkdome.com with some bonus content after each episode. Oh, and don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, at The Pink Dome. If you have an idea for a topic or want to learn more about something discussed, you can email me or fill out the form on the website. Thanks for joining me for the first episode of Under the Pink Dome. Until next time, so long, and I hope to see you under the pink dome. (music) 